Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hour number two on a Wednesday edition of the show. We have Alex Rich from Y98 who visits with us on Wednesday afternoon right after Sue's News. Fred is back in the studio with us this afternoon. We missed him for a few days because he was down in Miami and... uh, different parts of Florida. It was interesting because you said in the last hour that you didn't really spend a whole lot of time in Miami. You went to other locations as well, right? Yeah, we did uh, one day in Miami. And then we hit different beaches, mostly Delray Beach. But we also drove into Central Florida. And along the way, we went past Jupiter. So I got out and toured the um, Cardinal Stadium, you know, Roger Dean Stadium there. Well, I mean, the real reason you were there, we should explain to people, is you were prepping Ron DeSantis for the big, um, <laughs> yes, you know, That's Gavin Newsom debate, and how did that go with uh, with Governor DeSantis? Oh, Fred? No, you know, you know, I want to, I want Sue to kind of react to your your uh, flight coming back because wow, yeah, had a little bit of a unique situation. What there, happened? Right? Wait, where did you fly out of, Fred? Because you were we all flew over out, out of Palm Beach International. Okay, so out of you know, in mm-hmm. Palm Beach. And uh, the flight left at 6.20 a.m. yesterday. Oh, my goodness. And we, you know, to get there, we were in Lackland, Florida, which was three-hour drive away. Yeah, that's a hike. So we had to get up at 1 a.m., oh, drive Fred. across Oh, I missed state. that part. You just told me the what? 6.30 part. Yeah. I know you got up at 1 a.m. Yeah, we had to drive to get there by 4 a.m., 4.30 Boy, that's some planning on, on your uh, yeah. uh, travel agent's part there, Fred. <laughs> yeah, well, we saved money. <laughs> that would be yes, Marie, Yes, she right? did. Right. Yes, we love Marie. Um, the plane took off at 6.20-ish in the morning. Wow. And then we had a uh, five-hour, which then turned out to be a seven-hour layover <gasps> in uh, Baltimore at wow. BWI. But you said that's a really nice airport. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. I mean, it's been totally renovated. Oh, that's The bathrooms nice. are amazing. Wow. It's not often you brag about bathrooms. No, especially not in an airport, right? Oh, no. Have you ever gone it to the one great. in the uh, Southwest Terminal in the, by the baggage carrier, the baggage claim? Oh, no. I don't Ooh, know. I would avoid that at all costs, but sometimes you get off the plane and you can't help it. It's disgusting. Got, least, I'm speaking of the men's you, room in particular. Listen, you've got to always go past the first bathroom. You just have well, to. Well, no, this is the one, that's actually the one by the, the baggage claim. So you, you pass oh, one when you yeah. get off the plane, which is a mistake, yes. I think. But that's never a that's never a fun one to be in. So we left seven we, we, hours. Yeah, so we didn't get home last night till around five thirty. Wow! After so leaving at six like, twenty in the morning, I, I told Marie, I well, said, really I think, one a.m. I think some yeah. flights home from Europe are quicker than what we just <laughs> seriously. Did to, you know, or we could have driven wow. in the same amount of time. What did she say to that, Fred? Did you say that to your wife? And I, how was that, re- you know, received? received if yes. you will. Well, I, I'd say you a lot of things to you that I won't say to her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have that in common. Let me tell you. But yeah. my question to him when when I heard about the layover because I've had these as well said, did you leave? We had one down a couple summers ago. 
in it might have been in Houston when we were going to Florida, but it was such a long layover. We decided we would take an Uber. We went to a restaurant. We ate, and then we came back to the airport. But you didn't do that. No, no. We thought about doing it, but we were a little leery about. Oh, what if it gets on time and yeah, we're no caught kidding. out, and then we can't get through TSA again? But anyway, the BWI has like this five k track or not track, but what? marks. I mean, they've got different parts of the airport that you can walk. That's fantastic. And do a five k while you're waiting. Of course, my wife did it, and I, you know. Watch, Thought about watch, it. watch so, the Starbucks drinks. This, this is, at this them. point is where I should, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen this, Sue, and I've seen it a couple of times and I was confused. It's kind of like the time way back 20 years ago when I lived in Milwaukee, I've mentioned I lived, I didn't live right next door to Bud Saley, who was the commissioner of baseball, but he lived two blocks away from me wow. in a much nicer house that was closer to Lake. Okay. In, up there, when you get, when you're close to Lake Michigan, like Glenn Robinson was a player for the Bucks at the time, and he had a big place on Lake Michigan. But every block you get away further from Lake Michigan becomes more modest, less and then you got the talk show host guy. <laughs> but one time, I and this is what's going to remind me of Fred, so bear with me here. One time I'm driving home on Brown Deer Road, which people that know Milwaukee would know that. That's where my house was in Bayside, Wisconsin, which is where Bud lived. And I see Bud Selig, the commissioner of baseball, walking on Bayside Road with dress pants on and kind of like a T-shirt. Right. And he's got a radio on his head. He's got headphones on. Okay. And and I was on my bike. Well, I think the first time I saw this, I was in my car. And then I rode up to him once. I'm like, hey, well, this is what he did. He walked like and he would listen to WTMJ or listen to baseball games. He's a big radio guy. So that's how Bud Selig would get his exercise. And I remember talking to Wendy, his daughter, about that. And she said, yeah, the first time I noticed it, I thought he had a flat tire or something and I needed to rescue him. But sometimes I leave the building, Sue. Okay, and I go out to our parking lot out Mm. here and I see Fred wandering around and I've asked him, Fred, are you okay? Have you mislocated your car? And it's not that. Have you ever have you ever noticed this or not? What's happening? Well, I when I get off work, I walk the ramps of the parking garage and then down the stairs and then the ramps. So I get my steps in. That's pretty good. I thought maybe the first time I thought he was drunk and he just lost (laughs) his place or something. You know, Fred's a heavy drinker. We know that. So So, but that's how you get your exercise. Talking about Lake Holmes and we I did a tour or we did a tour, boat tour of um, the huge, you know, mammoth homes along Miami. Oh, that would be fun. So I saw like Rihanna's house, Tom Brady's house. (laughs) Really? Uh, I saw Gloria Estefan's house. Oh, my gosh. Julio Iglesias' house. The most expensive mansion there was $99 million. Okay. And it was by the man who invented or created Viagra. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, it's the biggest place. I guess that's not surprising. And in Fort Lauderdale, the biggest home. No, it's not surprising, right? right? And in Fort Lauderdale, the biggest mansion on the lake there is the uh, person who uh, invented WeatherTech. Oh, the WeatherTech guy. Oh, I love the WeatherTech stuff, too. I do. And he's super nice. Apparently. I like their gear. I order from mm-hmm. WeatherTech, you know, the all-season mats and stuff uh-huh. like that. So it's they have cool stuff. stuff. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, that's it was great. pretty cool. Well, welcome back. We're glad you're Thanks. back. we got to do this here. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News, sponsored by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service. Call 636-674-6446. Yay! Welcome back, Fred. Thank you. Uh, we are going to start here with a. First of all, Michael somehow knows the weather tech guy because he's a <laughs> wow. racer, a vintage racer. Oh, yeah. So he will come to these oh. things with, uh, and he's the, he's the one who said he's super nice because he can pretty much afford anything, but he's still really nice to the other people. That's you great. know what I'm saying? 
On this day in history, nothing interesting happened. So okay, I we'll move on. It. Thank you, Sue. Uh-huh. Someone, <laughs> but Mark talked about something about this earlier, and it made me think about this. So I'm going to do this story. Somebody polled 2,000 parents with kids. Now, in this instance, it's age six and under, which doesn't necessarily apply to Mark, but the idea is about the same. And the average person cannot answer half of the questions their kid asks. Okay, on average, young kids ask 11 questions a day or just over 4,000 a year. And parents only know the answer to 42% of them. I think is that's that probably accurate. accurate. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Why, I think why it are is they hurting, hurting people in Israel, that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Uh, the most common questions have to do with understanding the world around them. Things like animals, nature, current events. Parents were asked to name the most interesting question their child has ever asked. And answers included, why is the sky so high? Have you heard that one, either of you? <laughs> no, okay. I don't think so. Uh, why can fish keep their eyes open underwater? Anyone? No. I, 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 by the way, the answer is they don't have eyelids. <laughs> uh, so you <laughs> well, know, next time that comes up, <laughs> right. you can throw that in. Uh, thanks to questions like that, what's the weirdest question that the, the that you just could not answer? Fred, it can't come to I, mind I that know. quickly, yeah, can it? I don't know. I'll what about you, Mark? No, I'm struggling for a complete, like an actual moment, but I will say that my daughter stumps me all the time, but she comes up with, and kids do this because they're curious, she comes up with really, really good questions, and I think through those questions before I answer, and yes, I sometimes have to Google, um, <laughs> well, but I, you know, sometimes I learn things when my daughter asks questions. That's what they say. Thanks to questions like this, the, the stuff they learn in school, too. 81% of parents say they actually learn just as much from their kid as their kid learns from them when they're studying a certain subject. Right, right. You know? Well, this morning before my daughter left to school, I was tasked with creating some math problems for her so she could do them when she got home. What she doesn't know is I don't have the capability of even doing any (laughs) math, but she's like asking for math. You'd be surprised, Sue. Oh, really? Yeah, you really would. Never mind. I was mocked by the eight-year-old the other day because we were, you know my handwriting, right? And they were trying to make something out when my boys were here, and there was a claim that maybe my son Evan, who's the older, uh, you know, he's 26 at this point, had worse handwriting than me. It was proven wrong, though I have the worst handwriting (laughs) in the family. You know what? Walk tall. I I own it. I do own it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, More, by the way, on average, children teach their parents five things a week. All right. I'll believe that, too. It's all tech-related with me. Yeah, probably. Right. Well, you get phones, too, Fred. You're, yeah, you're at the You're at the golden era. The, the thing with Alexa, and I'm sure other parents, you know, we all think our kids are unique, but the, the amount of time that she's right about things, like she'll she'll make a claim something happened or the teacher, and we challenge it. No, that... Well, then she, it's, there's always some level of truth to it. Sometimes she misinterprets things, but, but she gets things right a lot. Was yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Andre 3000 made Billboard history by having the longest song to land on the Hot 100. Now, uh, we've got it here for you. This is it. This is Andre 3000. His instrumental song entitled, this might be my favorite song title ever. I swear I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. <laughs> and it's 8 minutes and 39 seconds, and is this pretty much it? No. It's 12 oh. minutes and 20 seconds. She oh, I have the down. edited version. Yeah. It debuted at number 90, <laughs> and it has been on the Hot 100 uh, forever. Why? Uh, we don't know. Why? It does not have a good beat, and you can't dance to well, it, as they it? would say on the it's bandstand. It's the first track on his debut solo album, New Blue Sun, which is all instrumental flute music. It's just, it's kind of an anomaly. 
I don't know. Com- kind of even applies. It's. I, I would call yes. it. What's the word I'm searching for here? Unlistenable. <laughs> I don't think it's unlistenable. Well, it's but just, like, it's what's just the point? Like, well, it, it goes it, through a lot of phases. I'm gonna like, fast I mean, forward. Yeah, Hold on. I'm gonna right. get, I, now maybe maybe I'm to just me, mis- maybe it has a hook that I'm missing. No, I don't think it does. Oh yeah, that's so much better. Let me it tell you. Sounds, to me, it sounds like something you hear when you're at the spa getting a facial. To me, it sounds a like somebody bit. had a you speaker know? and they put it under water, and whatever was playing out of it is now coming through the water. Mark, he swears he really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew him this time. I don't like it. I'm uh, tell the, you that right now. <laughs> the record was previously held by Tool's Fear Incul- Inculculum, I don't know, which is 10 minutes and 21 seconds long. It peaked at 93. So it didn't make it hugely. It's just the longest piece that's instrumental to well, make it. Well, back in the disc jockey days, especially in rock radio, those were the songs we looked for when we needed a little bit of time to ourselves. Miss America Pie, room, if you that's will. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Stairway oh to gosh. Heaven always worked yeah. pretty well. Uh, I worked at the classical station, so it was Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, more than 25 thousand people took an online poll on some of the world's most controversial questions. See if you agree with this. Does a straw have one hole or two? Fred Bottenheimer. Ooh. Um, That's a trick question. One long one. Abby. I, I say it has two. It I'd has say the top two. and bottom. I'm with you. I'm with Fred. Uh, uh, it's one giant hole. And 61% said one. 39% said two. Ooh, we're in the minority. And uh, there is yeah. an actual answer according to science. One hole. Yeah. Yes. I, I reject mm-hmm. that. I reject <laughs> science, Sue. I'm a conservative talk show host. It's one hole, baby. Science doesn't matter. It just is one how hole. Many, how many holes do T-shirts have then? Think about that. It's the same principle. No, it's well, not. then the answer. Wait, yes, it is. Four. No. Four. Four. Yeah, you or got the sleeves. Oh, I'm with Abby. Look, we're teaming up on this. That's not a hole. That really? is uh, just uh, something else. A hole. This talking about literally a hole. Abby, I'm like, ignore how many this holes from are Sue. in the t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah, you probably should on the know right what side. I'm talking about. Is a hot dog a sandwich? It's meat between bread, but 81% say what, Fred? I would say no. It's its, it's, its own thing. It, what, Abby? Yeah, I agree with Fred. Yes. But I agree with Fred on this one, too. Yes, Although that's I guess correct. Technically, but technically... It is not a sandwich oh, good. Okay. to 81% of us. Uh, and which, well, could Jack have fit on that daggone door at the end of Titanic? <laughs> could he have fit on the door, Abby? No, and they did a they did a real study on it, and he could not have. Uh, it wouldn't uh, have lasted. That's interesting because what did you say, Fred? It looked like a very spacious door to me. I heard the study, so I knew that it wouldn't work. Uh-huh. But I'd have tried. Seventy yeah. now, Mark. I don't really care about yeah. Jack. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> 79% say he could doggone fit on there. There is an actual answer according to science. One study says no. Another one says yes, they both could have fit, especially if they would have MacGyvered Rose's life jacket. Oh, yeah, that Ooh. would work Now, probably. that's Maybe, something yeah. to consider if he would have had half of that. I feel like we need, and I, I can't pull this out of thin air, but I feel like we need the, the song Blinded Me by Science for this little <laughs> theme song here. Sue's News. Brought to you by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service. Call 636-674-6446. Now, we have sound for today's random fact. Now, I'm going to set this whoa, up first. Whoa. All right. Well, that's... Well, know, look what's I still on there. Because it's playing for... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's why it's yeah. so long. Okay, so yeah, walk okay. me through this. Okay, this one. The actor responsible for the voice in Field of Dreams who says this... 
has that, never been confirmed. To this hmm. day? That's right. Some people think it's Kevin Costner or Ray Liotta, and others have claimed it's Ed Harris. But the director, Phil Robinson, said a couple of years ago that he's never heard someone guess it correctly. And he thinks it's fun for it to remain a mystery. Could we hear for it one more time? Well, I was going to do it one more time because now I'm curious about this. Let's hear. Let's isolate. Let's pay very close okay. attention. Okay. If you build it, he will come. It almost sounds like two voices to me. It's the if if you build it, and then listen to the second part of it. I think there's a there's a second voice in there. Is that possible? If you build it, he will come. I think that's what's oh. her name. What, what's the what's the woman's name? The the wife. Uh, um, uh, I see her in my head. That yeah, doesn't help you at all. But somebody Google that to for me, me. That's who it sounds like. The second part of it sounds like her. Well, that could uh, be. Maybe that's why nobody's guessed it. But uh, that is... It doesn't sound like Costner or James Earl Jones or Ray Liotta. Amy Madigan is the name that I'm searching for You think for she there. did it? The I whole think, thing no, or no, just no. the second part? The, I think that uh, He Will Come sounds like Amy Madigan to me. It does. If you build it and then He Will Come, it sounds like her. I'm just guessing. Get with Phil Robinson. Like see what that. he says about that. Alex Rich coming in next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We shared the story of Chris Smith on the air many times in the last couple of years. He was shot in the head, left for dead on the floor in the kitchen of his house. And uh, he survived that somehow. And the story is amazing. And we've been trying to get the story out for a couple of years now. His recovery, everything that's happened to him. He's become a good friend. He was a friend before he was shot. And I never thought I would hear from him again. Well, we got some good news on that yesterday. 48 Hours is poking around, wants to do a story about Chris. And he had one of those, uh, you know, the producers, these things are very, very intricate. Like if they're going to do a story on 48 Hours, this will be months from now. Oh, you know, for because sure. They do pre-interviews yes. with, with everyone involved. And Chris is going to explain some of the process to us. But I thought Ooh, that was great wait. news. And uh, unfortunately, last week was the, you know, the two-year, I think it was the two-year anniversary of that. Alex Rich is with us in the studio from Y98. How are you? You know, doing well, Mark. Doing well. I am, um, I got a couple things that I've saved for this particular segment, but we've heard rumor of, uh, of a Christmas tune that you may have composed. Is I, there, I, do you want to hear the first, that should I play the, I wouldn't, the, do I wouldn't mind hearing it, yes. Do we want to debut the first verse of it? Sure. See, it's, uh, I, all I want for Christmas, 
Now, keep in mind, it's the Y98 version, but I do a little Rich's remix. Mm-hmm. So this is the um, the first verse of the Rich's remix version of uh, All I Want for Christmas. I don't do a lot for Christmas. No, I don't even put up a Christmas tree. Yeah. Of course, I care about the presents. I'm Jewish, but I'm not crazy. A lot of Chinese food on my own. Even go bowling all alone. What else am I to do? That's how I celebrate Christmas as a Jew. There you go, Mark. I like it. I like it too. That's the first verse there. And what's interesting is that uh, that sounds pretty good. All he did was he held his iPhone up to the microphone, and I was that worked out well, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It really did. That's very interesting. So, all right, a couple stories I need to share here. This is well done, Alex Rich. You're welcome to bring the guitar in here. Um, I'm not. I don't like spreading rumors on the show. Who am I kidding? Of course I do. (laughs) No, I really. I you know I take my role since I was a. I guess news journalist with a capital person. J, news person, mm. news director. I was trained in journalism, which seems ridiculous to say, but I've always sometimes worn two hats. And Fred, you know, on the Camwex side, when I when things happen, even on this show that are in the news, we I put my news hat right. on because mm-hmm. I want to you know recover and do a good recover it and do a good job. So I am very careful with stories that I smell BS on, and I don't like to spread things that aren't true. Right. Having said that, this is about the Chicago Blackhawks, and I think all is fair in hockey and love and war. Now, I'll preface it by saying there's some doubt to this story at this point. Alex, have you heard this? I don't know anything about oh it. Oh, my God. Are you going to lie? I mean, even if it's not true, I have to share it. So the rumor is, you know the song here? Stacy's mom. That's right. Uh-huh. The rumor is Corey Perry from the Chicago Blackhawks, who's no longer on the Chicago Blackhawks, was caught sleeping with star teammate Connor Bedard's mom on the team's annual mom's trip. November 9th through the 12th. Apparently, Connor's mom right? has got... Well, okay. Well, Connor's mom has got it going on. Stacey, can I come? The official statement from the team, after an internal investigation... So that's the rumor, all right? The rumor is what I just said. But the official statement from the team is, after an internal investigation, the Chicago Blackhawks have determined that Corey Perry engaged in conduct that is unacceptable. The team has placed the veteran winger on unconditional waivers and plan to terminate his contract effective immediately, which is what they did, by the way. But they are denying that it had something to do with this. I tend to come from where there's smoke, there's fire. So I don't know how this got out there, but there was a lot of hot and heavy. Well, he's a young, well, Connor's a young guy. And so the, the, the teammate's probably about the mom's age. I don't know how old she is, and we won't get into too many of the details, but I guess the the GM from the um, – no, I'm sorry, NHL insider Frank Saravelli. I reached out to Kerber on this, I'll just tell you. And, <laughs> and Kerber thinks it's probably not true. He says the team has denied it, but who knows, right? Uh, but this guy, Frank Saravelli, I guess went on the podcast and said, look, th- this is ridiculous. You shouldn't be spreading these rumors. And it is kind of unfair to the kid if it's not true. And exactly. I don't know where it if started. If it's not true, that's horrible. Saravelli mm. says, look, I don't swear often on this show, but I want – you to know that this stuff that's been floating around about Corey Perry and one of his teammates' mothers is blanking, you know, BS. I think it's ridiculous that something that's perpetuated on social media, it's so far from the truth and it's so unfair. It's so weird that people think that there's some cover-up or conspiracy here that is the real story and we're just not talking about it because it's salacious or something like that. So I, I think there's a very likely scenario where it didn't happen. But 
man, these things take off. And at this point, does it even matter that it didn't happen? Because it becomes so infectious. Now, I get pissed off. You know this. I try to correct the narrative on stories that get out there that are proven untrue on a regular basis. So I'm not buying into the notion that this is necessarily true. But I wanted to cover it because it was everywhere yesterday and last night and this morning. And that's why people are reacting to it. So we'll see if there's anything more that comes. You would think, you know, there is a way to kind of handle this, right? Um, Wouldn't uh, Connor come out and say, look, this didn't happen? Right. You would think. Right. right. And I don't I don't think that that's happened at this point. Um, Okay, then there's this story. I like this one (laughs) quite a bit, too. I kind of saved this one for Alex and I have to find it here. I'm surprised that one. Uh, have you ever heard? Well, you know that's a. Have you heard of uh, maybe because you travel a lot, Alex Rich? Chopped Creative Salad Company. It's a franchise. Chopped no, fast casual chain. Mm-hmm. Chopped Chio. I'm sorry. C H O P apostrophe T Creative Salad Company. Right? I have not. So this is. In, I'm. I don't think we have them around here. But here's the story from the Washington Post from this morning. A Connecticut woman is suing the fast casual chain Chopped Creative Salad Company after being served a salad that she says contained part of the severed finger of a manager. An account bolstered by a county health department's inspection report. So this seems to be one of those stories that is true. According to a lawsuit which was filed on Monday, Greenwich resident Allison Kazi was eating a salad on April 7th when she realized she was chewing on a portion of a human finger that Mm. had been mixed into the dish. Nope. The the digit, they get real specific here, the digit, part of the left index finger, belonged to a manager who had injured herself earlier in the day. This seems like there was a scene in a movie that was like this, right? The filing alleges the manager had been shopping arugula. Man, I love arugula. I really do. When she accidentally cut off, I don't really like it with blood and no, in, in no. skin. But finger bits. Cut off, yeah. Cut off part of her finger and went to the hospital for treatment. The lawsuit claims afterward, it alleges the greens were not removed from the restaurant's line, but remained and were served to customers, including Kazi. Details about the incident are also described in documents from the health department in Westchester County, which inspected the location in Mount Kisco, New York, that Kazi had visited. According to an inspection report, a manager identified as Kenny M., told the inspector that she cut the tip off of her finger, her left forefinger, while preparing arugula. Nope. She left to seek medical treatment. Workers did not realize the arugula was (laughs) contaminated with human blood and a fingertip and skin and was served to customers. So this really did happen. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's like that finger in the chili back years ago with, uh, I believe it was Wendy's. Oh, I don't remember. There was remember a finger. Uh, yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. found. Yeah, remember, remember that An one? An entire finger? That's what they said. Well, I, I mean, do remember that, but I never. I, you hear stories like this and you don't know no. if they're backed up and you, you know that people file lawsuits. On this one, though, it's interesting because it's backed up by the county health department. Apparently, there was a hearing that was held on May 25th, and the district manager said that the violations for chopped um, said the violations were corrected and expressed contrition for failure to report. They were fined. You want to take a guess? I'm gonna say a million dollars. Not much at all. Nine hundred bucks. Yeah. What? Yeah. Nine hundred bucks. So Kazi accused the restaurant of negligence and is seeking unspecified damages, claiming that she suffered from various injuries, including shock, anxiety, panic attacks, nausea, vomiting, and dizziness following the incident. Now I don't know if any of that's true, but let me tell you something. I'm just gonna be honest. I believe in honesty. If, if I'm eating a salad that's got a finger in it, I'm going to claim panic attacks, nausea, vomiting, and dizziness. And how much are you asking for? Get a big check, too. It doesn't say. doesn't say. That's well, how, how, you how know much are big. you asking for, though, if this happens uh, to you? 
you know, back in the day, I used to say 1.5 million, but that's in Bidenomics terms, that's nothing. That's well, like a thousand bucks. Let me so tell you something. This five million. One of my mom's biggest mess ups is this something. Now it wasn't a finger, but years ago, and I could say it because the hula hands now it's out of business now. The okay. the one that it happened at. I don't, are all hula hands out of business? That's a good question. I really don't know. No, no, anyway, it was the hula hands down over on Olive. I remember that one. Actually. And uh, and and she had a screw in her soup. Then that's where it confirmed. I mean, it, would, it happened to my mother. She wouldn't lie to me about and, the screw. And what, what happened in that case? Well, I the, her mess up was she didn't ask for like a whole lot more. I think they just comped the meal. She got screwed. I would have had, huh. I would have, nice. I, I don't know. I mean, I would have certainly asked for more than just the comp meal. She got screwed. Like right. Yeah, Neil, you know, that is amazing. It's one thing to see a little something in your salad that shouldn't be there. It's another a to chew on a yeah. piece of someone's finger. I would finger. say she's got a good, good uh, case. But it sounds like they didn't mean to. Nobody was trying to put part of their finger in the salad. The whole thing's just awful. Gave a new um, meaning to the oh name of the restaurant, Chop, though, didn't it? Uh, hey, Chris Smith, and his story, it's a great story. It's a very tragic story, but it's going to 48 hours, I heard from Chris yesterday. He joins us coming up next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Peter Navarro coming up. He also has uh, or always has some opinions to share that are not too shy. He, of course, served in the Trump White House and made a very impassioned plea on Substack about how MAGA means common sense policies, not extremism. I agree with Peter on that. And it's interesting that the Democrats have uh, focused on that. But there has to be a reason for that, probably polling. And we'll get into that in the next hour, plus an audio cut of the day. So, Sue, I've shared the story of Chris Smith many times over the last couple of years. Um, he became a friend. I'll just give you my part of the background here. He was a regular caller to my show, one of these crazy regular callers that drive talk show hosts crazy. And he became known as Chris in the country, basically because he gave himself that name. And he would come on, and then in 2016, he challenged me a um, month before the election, said, Trump's going to win, Trump's going to win. I said, Chris, he's not going to win. If he wins, you can shave my head. And he's on the line with me right now. I guess I'm going to let him fill in the blanks. Um, then you told me the day after the election, you let me out, right? You said, you don't have to shave your head, dude. And to this day, people are pissed that I didn't, you know, do the deal. I'm but we became friends, Chris Smith. How are you? Yeah, I know you are, mm. Sue. Mm-hmm. I'm doing great, Mr. Reardon. And you make me look like I'm some crackpot that calls a radio station and just harass the damn host. Well, I think but, back uh, then you kind of were. Don't you think it kind of fits? But you're, you're eating. You're really easy to get on. I can get on your skin real easily, and I know to push your button. So Sue will respect that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's but, no uh, doubt. But you know, the, the truth of the matter is, you he let me out of the bet, and I was very grateful because I was being inducted into the Parkway Hall of Fame the oh. following week. Which, you, you know, I didn't want to be bald up there accepting my uh, only <laughs> Hall of Fame, <laughs> you know, commemoration that I'll I ever get in my life. But I said. At the time on the air, and we knew each other, and I don't know if we were really talking on the phone outside of the radio, but I said, let's go to a Cardinals game. So we we had each other's cell phones. We would text all the time. We got to see each other every once in a while. We went to a Cardinals game, went to a couple maybe. And then let's talk about what happened on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving two years ago. And you don't even remember. You only remember up to about 445 that afternoon, right? That is correct, Mark. Last thing I remember is going past my neighbor's house and my gut saying, don't go out. Or 
stay in for the evening. Just, just don't go out or go to St. Louis. And that was it. Next thing I know, I wake up on January 12th in the hospital being told, you're shot in the head by Leslie's ex-boyfriend. And I said a couple expletives. I don't know a Leslie. Yeah. And Leslie was Leslie Reeves, and it was a woman that you were with on, on sort of a first date, right, Chris? Yes, we were on first date. Yes, we had actually a – we met on Facebook through mutual friends and agreed to meet for a beer, and that was it. And her crazy ex-boyfriend Jeez. tracked her down, shot Leslie in the head, shot Chris in the head. Chris did not show up for Thanksgiving, nor did Leslie, and they, you know, did a wellness check on the house, and that's when they found you. And you, um, you know, your mother reached out to me on that Saturday and said, Mark, are you the, um, the radio guy? Because, you know, I didn't know your mom, and I said yes, and she said, Chris was shot in the head. I'm like, wait, what? And she called me, and then for about a month and a half, I told people so many times, Chris, I'll never talk to this guy again. I'm, I'm sick about it. And then he calls me in January when he, he woke up, and I think I was one of the first people you called. You you were you were the second. I called Skyler, my daughter first, and then I called you. So you should feel pretty special. Well, what happened was I hung up on you when you first called because I didn't know it sounded. You, your, your vo- yeah, you did. You did. Well, because your voice is you, you've come a long way because of the strokes, but I didn't understand who it yep. was, and I was very confused. So I hung up because I thought it was a wrong number. Then you called me back, and I realized it was you, Chris. How long? <laughs> how long were you on the floor there? Uh, they said between 13 to 14 hours. I was approximately shot between 11.30 and 12 a.m., and they didn't find me till the next morning around 10 a.m. It's interesting that you don't remember anything, though, from like 5 p.m. until that time. Gosh. Nothing. No, nothing exists in your memory. Mm, well, I do remember a couple of things, but they're more like visions. I don't yeah. want to say some tunnel of light, but I saw some people and talked to some people, and mm-hmm. we'll leave it at that. Okay, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason that I'm updating people on the story, and, and Chris and I have kind of coordinated, let me just put it this way. Chris has pressured me and said, somebody's got to tell this story. It's too good of a story. And I've agreed with him, but I've also told him, I can't write a book because I can't do that. And I don't think a documentary on this is realistic at this point, but maybe I can do a podcast. And I always told him, I always said to you, we need like a 48 hours or a, you know, a 2020 or a dateline because the, the real crime stuff really plays on that. And lo and behold, Chris, share the good news from this week. Well, yesterday afternoon, I go check my inbox and I have a email from a gentleman named Mark Goldbaum, the producer for 48 hours on CBS network. Mm. And I've since then had two conversations with him and um, he's going to start interviewing and going to go to the court trial hearing on the 22nd of January. And we're going to get the ball rolling on this. And that way I can get my story out to the masses to help, inspire, motivate, and show people that anything in life is possible to do. As long as you put your mind to it, get in the right mindset, and put a little hard work in. Well, no, we not, a little, not a little hard yeah, work, boy. a lot of hard work. And a lot of hard work when you were ready to give up, because I, I was there with you, you know, talking to you, and you, you've you been in bad places, understandably so, but you never gave up. And, you know, now you're at the point, and you have another surgery tomorrow. I really wanted you to come to the Kill Meat event on Friday, but you have another surgery tomorrow that's going to tie literally tie yes, up a couple of loose ends, right? <laughs> yeah, so to speak. Well, um, I'm going to get the actual they're called permanent electrostimulation down my spine and my back, and they put two transmitters in me. I had the trial about a month and a half ago, but they have to stand the outside of your body. Mm-hmm. Well, this time they're going to plant me, so I'm making a joke. I'm going to be the $1 million man, <laughs> six million, a $5 million shy of the $6 million man. 
But, yeah, so hopefully this time it will wake my left side up a lot. The trial did do a lot. I was able to open my hand more and have more more mobility out of my shoulder. Yeah. So it did what it was supposed to do. So this this tournament one that's actually going to be installed in my body, I pray to God. They're going to build, yeah. They're gonna build you stronger and faster, just like Lee Majors. There's no doubt about it. Well, I'm so glad that yeah, 48 right. Hours is latched on. And, and as that's you know, I think, I think Mark explained to you that these things do take a while. So it's probably going to be the spring before we might see anything. But I can't wait. Hey, well, Who's going to play me in the movie, though? That's really the only thing that I'm concerned about right now. Well, do you have any you ideas? Know what? I think, well, well, actually, I, I, you're funny. You, you bring this up because I actually pitched that to him this afternoon. I said, hey. I want to play myself. Mark wants to play himself. And I said, most of my people want to play myself. So you can cut back on labor costs, and we have to play like All right, well, let's do baby steps, 48 hours before the big major Hollywood picture. But I got to go. But good luck on that. Congratulations. All right. right, We'll see you next Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.